Hebrews 11 in verse 13. We're picking up where we left off. It says, these all died in faith, although they had not received the things that were promised. But they saw them from a distance, greeted them and confessed that they were foreigners and temporary residents on the earth. Now, those who say such things make it clear that they're seeking a homeland. If they were thinking about where they came from, they would have had an opportunity to return. But they now desire a better place, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. Father, as we go into your word today, I thank you that it's alive. I thank you that you meet us every time when we open it. And I thank you that you'll teach us today, encourage us today, grow our faith, build us up on our holy faith as we worship over your word together. In Jesus' name, amen. So we continuing on our Living by Faith series, which is looking in the New Testament and also back in that Old Testament and following up on all of these lives of faith that have been demonstrated. And then we get to verse 13 and we get kind of a, a summary of the chapter so far. And uh, as I was reading this, studying this, meditating on this this week, I did a lot of thinking. And um, one thing that I realized and or I became uniquely aware of is that I'm a person. I'm a human 24-7. I have been since I was little, since I was a little like that guy right there. And one thing I've learned uh, is that it can be hard, sometimes really hard, uh, to be a person, right? Anybody else agree with that? It can be hard to be a person here on this earth. Even a believer, it can be hard to be a person. Uh, It can be tough, It can be really great. It can be amazing. And it can be really tough. Amen. And so even just this week, I was weak and I was strong. I was happy and I was sad. I was prideful and I was humbled. There were things I felt like I knocked out of the park. And there were things I felt like I got knocked flat on my butt about. I laughed this week. And I cried this week. It's hard being a person. It is hard and weird being a person. And as I was thinking on it, I was actually just sitting out here on the side of the building. Uh, I'd come up here for something. And I think it was on my when I was about to leave. I was up there by myself and I was just thinking. And I was like, Lord, I think that everybody feels this way. You know, walking through this Christian life, we confront a lot of things. And when you walk through this life as a Christian, you don't just walk through it by yourself. You walk through it with other people. And I get to walk with people as they confront things on their own. And there's something that I think is widely experienced, but not necessarily widely discussed. And it's because we don't know how to put words to it. And and I feel like I've got a little bit of that. Today, this passage brought that up in me, that experience. And again, just just in verse 13, these all died in faith. Who? Everybody we read about so far. So everybody we read about so far in Hebrews 11, Noah, Abraham, Sarah, all of them, Enoch, he didn't die, but he's gone, as far as we know. These all died in faith, though they had not received the things that were promised. 
They did not receive the things that were promised. They saw them at a distance. They greeted them and confessed that they were foreigners and temporary residents on the earth. Verse 14, now those who say such things make it clear they're seeking a homeland. If they were thinking about where they had come from, they would have had opportunity to return. And so reading that, it's like, well, believers, we know why we left sin. We were glad to get out of it. We know why we left it. We saw by faith that it was working death in our life. It was killing us. So we were thankful that the grace of God appeared and delivered us from that, that Christ forgave our sins, imparted to us his righteousness. Amen. We're thankful for that. And we remember why we wanted to leave that old life. We're not wanting to go back. We're not wanting to go back to where we were to go live in that old house, that old land that we were redeemed out of, but we're not yet where we're going to be. We're not, we're not wanting to go back, but we're not yet where we want to be, where we know we've been promised to be. We're not experiencing that yet. We're not wanting to go back, but we're not yet home. And some people use the phrase already, but not yet. We're already saved, but we're not yet home. I'm not talking about running back into sin. I'm not talking about the, you know, the church word backsliding. That's not what I'm talking about. We know why we left. And that is a problem. Some people do that. They run just headfirst back off into it. And we know we shouldn't do that. But we're also not completely settled where we are. He saved us out of that. We're on our way home. But sometimes, and a lot of times, we feel like we're stalling out on the way home, don't we? We feel like we're not moving at the pace that we want to and should be moving and we're stalling out. Have you ever felt like, and this is what really hit me, have you ever felt like you were pursuing him, but you weren't progressing? Have you felt like that you were believing, but not improving? Anybody? Go ahead and lift your hand. You felt like you were pursuing, but you weren't progressing. You were believing, but you weren't improving. See, some hands up. The rest of y'all just didn't want to raise your hand. Because we've all felt that way. Because we're all people. It's hard to be a person. I'm not talking about stopping believing. You believe. You believe. But you feel like you've stopped improving. You feel like you're not growing. You're discontent with where you are on the road. Not stop believing. We're not running back to sin. But you feel like you're slowing down. You feel like you're stalling out. I'm not there. I'm not where I was. But I'm here and I'm not yet there. And that's a weird place for us to be. Now, what is happening when we feel like that? Because we can acknowledge, we've all felt like that. What is happening when we feel like that? What we're basically saying is, I thought I would be further along than I am right now. I thought I would be further down the road than I am right now, further down this road home, and it still seems afar off. That's really what I think it is, is that we're not moving forward as fast as we want to be moving forward or we think that we should be moving forward and it it's hard to be a person 
And it's no matter what age you are, you're no, you're not as far along as you think you should be at that age, right? You've got your eyes set towards something much and more good, precious promises from the Lord set before you. And I've not yet grabbed hold of them. I've not yet obtained them. I'm pressing and I'm pursuing, but I don't feel like I'm progressing. I feel like I'm getting behind is what I'm saying. We feel like we're getting behind. Well, I'm almost 30 and I still whatever. Well, I'm, I'm about to be 40 and I still. Well, I'm just about 50 and I'm still. I'm almost 60 and I'm still. Right. We're not yet where I had one uh, one sister that will remain nameless. She said, I'm I just now feel like I'm hitting my stride. But I'm 50. I thought I'd be hitting my stride before. I don't know how much I have left, and I feel like I'm just now hitting my stride. And I was like, I know how I know what you're saying. I know how you're feeling because we all feel that way. And what are we saying? I feel like I don't, I'm not getting all that's been promised. I don't feel like I've got a hold of all that has been promised to me. Hebrews eleven thirteen. These all died in faith, although they had not received the things that were promised. Now, I promise I'm not going to get us all in our feelings and just leave us there. Be patient with me. But it is a real promise. It's a real situation and it's a real feeling. These people that it's talking about, they saw good things happen. They saw promises fulfilled. They saw God move in their life. It wasn't inactive. It wasn't like they got nothing, right? They saw good and amazing things in their life, but there were also promises to them that they did not see fulfilled before they died. It says they died in faith. Remember back in verse 12. Therefore, from one man, in fact, him as good as dead, Abraham, came offspring as numerous as the stars of the sky and as innumerable as the grains of sand along the seashore. How many kids did he see? Right? He saw fulfillment of the promise, but not the whole promise. And he died in faith with a lot of it still out in front of him. Moses saw the promised land, didn't get to go in it with the Israelites. David didn't see the temple, wanted to see the temple, didn't see the temple. Mary's husband, Joseph, far as we can tell, he didn't get to see Jesus's ministry. He got visited by the angel. He heard the prophecy of all that Jesus was going to do. And as far as we know, he didn't get to see it here on this side of everything. Right. We've been reading about Paul in the book of Acts. He didn't see the worldwide revival that was on his heart and that had been promised. He didn't see it go all the way to Camden, Arkansas, where people were gathered in the name of the Lord and reading letters that he wrote, but reading them in a different language. He died in faith. Peter, John, they they, they died in faith, waiting for the return of the Lord Jesus. They had seen so much, received so much, but not all. Not all and even everything that they had received, they were still like, I feel like I'm not, we're not there yet. It's not all here yet. We're we're not, I don't have it all yet. And we see that 
validated, pointed out here in the book of Hebrews. And then we also see what it prescribes as a, a, a remedy to that problem. When we feel that way with that going on, here's what we need to do. Because the problem spelled out as, as clearly as I can is you will die before you get all out of this life. You will. I wish that that wasn't the truth. That's the truth. I've been with enough people. I've been to enough funerals. I've been with enough saints to know they didn't get all out of this life. They didn't. They received a lot. They didn't get it all. You will die before you receive every promise that is due to you in Christ Jesus. You will leave this life first. You will leave this life first before you see everything and the things that you rightly desire, the things that have been promised to you, you will die first. And you're thinking, this is the worst Sunday after Easter message I've ever heard. (laughs) Hang on. Hang on. This is the text. It said they died. They died in faith before the promises were ultimately Fulfilled, although they had not received the promise. But again, this is the faith chapter. Where does faith come in? They died before they received the promise, but they saw them at a distance. They saw them at a distance. They greeted them and confessed that they were foreigners and temporary residents on the earth. Faith sees the way that he sees. Again, we know why we left sin. We don't want to go back there. It said if they wanted to go back, they had a chance to go back. They chose not to because they knew he was better, but they weren't yet home. They weren't yet home. And so we, like them, have to remember that this moment, not just this moment, but this life isn't our destination. And it's not going to hold for us all that he has promised to us, which means it's not going to ultimately and completely fulfill us, which is something we know, but we live like it's still true that we're going to receive that fulfillment, that total fulfillment and completion here. And we receive many, 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 many blessings from him, but we'll die before we see all of them. This moment is not your ultimate And again, that problem, how it feels, what's really going on. We've talked about that. What should we do? What should we do when you start to feel that way in the day to day? I'm starting to feel stuck. I'm starting to feel stalled. I'm feeling like I'm behind, like I'm like like I'm off of my pace, that I'm not going to make my time in this race. I feel like I'm stalling out, what it tells us we should do is look up in faith. Look afar off and go, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is not all that there is. Look out into the distance and see the promise. Even see it afar off. It says, greet it. Welcome it. Wave to it. Hey! Like when you see your friend across Walmart and you want to, hey! It's me. I'm coming over there. I'm going to be there soon. I can see you from where I am. It said, lift your eyes up. Look afar off. You'll see the promise by faith. Greet it. Hey, I know you're sure to me because I'm of the seed of Abraham. 
I believe like he said to believe. I'm going to make it over there. I'm coming home. But I'm not there yet. But I'm not there yet. And if I don't look up and I don't look to the promise, the fullness and the fulfillment of the promise, and I start to feel like that here, I'm going to be twisted up and lost because I'm going to be asking today to feel what only tomorrow can touch. I've got to look up in faith like those saints of old did and see the promise afar off welcome. And I know it sounds strange, but it said they welcomed it and they confessed that they were foreigners and temporary residents on the earth. What were they saying? I don't live here. This isn't it for me. I'm passing through here. This is momentary and temporary. Even if I get 120 years, I'm only here for a few minutes. This isn't where I stop. This isn't where I end. I'm passing through. This is not all that there is for me. And this world can't do for me what I need it to do for me, even as a believer. Now, I haven't quoted C.S. Lewis in a long time, and I got a letter from the Pastors Association that you can't be a preacher and not quote C.S. Lewis every once in a while. (laughs) And he has a quote that says, and I'll paraphrase it a little bit because I've heard it read so many different ways, but the idea will be the same. When I find in myself desires that nothing in this world is able to satisfy So, right? That's what we're talking about. I find in myself desires that I don't find the satisfaction for in this world and in this life. I can only conclude that I was made for another world. That I was made to live in another world. And faith can see that. Faith can see that. Now, those who say such things... That what? That I'm an alien. I'm a stranger. I don't belong here. I'm passing through here. This world can't do for me what I want it to do for me. Those who say such things make it clear that they're seeking a homeland, that they're seeking another world than this. If they were thinking about where they came from back in that seeing back in that old life, life without God, if they were thinking about where they came from, they would have had an opportunity to return. If their mind was set on going back, they could have gone back. I know you're not wanting to go back. You're just not going forward as fast as you want to go forward. Verse 16. But they now desire a better place. And where? Here. A better place than here. A heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. That part got me right here. It's like he sees me when I feel this way. When I die in faith, not having received all the promise, he knows how I'm feeling and he, yet he's not ashamed to be called my God. He's not ashamed for me to be one of his people. They desire a better place, a heavenly one, and God is not ashamed to be called their God for he has prepared a city for him. When we're feeling all those kind of ways as we're walking through this life, he is not ashamed of me. Why? Because I'm still walking by faith. Because I've said, I'm not expecting this life, whatever age I am, however I am when I get to it, to fulfill me completely because only you can do that. 
I'm a stranger. I'm a foreigner. I'm an alien in this land. It means I don't have, I don't even have citizenship here. I live somewhere else and I'm headed home. And he's not ashamed to be my God. In fact, he's made a city for them. Who? Those who make that declaration, those who come to him by faith, those who say this life is not all that there is. I was made for something more than this. I can see it. I can see it afar off and I want to get there, but I'm I'm not there yet. He's building a city. And that city is where faith becomes sight. That city is when the promises become the present. Because we do get it all. We get everything that he's promised. He doesn't withhold anything that he's promised to you. You're going to get it all. And think on, think on that for just a minute. As glad as you've ever been in this earth. As glad as you've ever been in this earth and all the things that we're still missing. Because we've been glad. Oh man, we've been filled with such gladness on this earth. But, but so many things still missing, so many things not yet fulfilled, so many things not yet come to fruition and not yet manifest. Boy, we were so glad. And if we were so glad then, what's it going to feel like when he fills all those other gaps in? What's it going to feel like when he makes it all true? All of it. When he fills all of it up, every promise that he's made, he's going to fill it up. What's it going to feel like when he does that? Walking through this life as a believer, you're going to feel that way. You're going to feel stalled out sometimes. You're going to feel stuck sometimes. You're going to feel like you're pursuing but not progressing and you're believing but not improving. And I would say that you're incorrect when we take that snapshot. I'm not moving. You're moving. You're just not moving as fast as you want to be moving. You're not at the pace that you want to be moving because your pace is being set by the kingdom and not by what's going on right here. It's not wrong, but it's friction there and we're going to have to put up with it. And we know that we'll die. We'll die in faith. Still feeling a little bit of that way because there's the fulfillment that you're seeking. You won't experience in full here. That's why we're going home. That's why we're going home and we keep pursuing. We keep believing. We work and we play and we serve and we rest and we love and we repeat and we do it over and over. And we regularly, regularly look up at the promise afar off and the one who has promised and is faithful and we give it away. We greet it. Hey, I'm coming. You made a way for me to make it all the way there. I'm coming. I'm not there yet. I'm on my way. I still got stuff you got me doing, but I'm on my way. I'm on my way. And I know that home is already with me here. Scripture talks about we've got the first fruits of it. We've got the down payment 
of the promise already on the inside of us. Home is with me even until I'm not even when I'm not there yet until I get there. Home is on the inside of me because the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells within me. I have that sense of home now. I have an experience slightly of home now compared to what he will do when I get all the way home. See the promise afar off. Greet it. Confess to remind yourself and others. I'm not from here. I don't belong here. It's okay that you don't fit in. You're not going to. You're a stranger and an alien. You don't have the same citizenship that you did when you were a sinner. But do you really want that back? You don't. I'm a stranger. But I'm headed to I seek a homeland. I seek a better place. A heavenly place. One, this this world isn't my end and it's not my ultimate. He is. I'm looking to home and this ain't it. And he's not ashamed to hear me say that. He's not ashamed to be my God and me be one of his people. In fact, he's prepared that city, that fulfillment, that completion of the promise. And I get to step into it. And so do you. And so do any that come to him by faith. He's prepared that city. We're headed towards it. And we're always, always as a believer going to be after something that is so much better than what we've left behind. So much better than we've left behind. So as we close this today, I want you to know that when you raise your hand, you said, or if you didn't, and you said, I have felt that away. You're not alone. It's not uncommon to feel that away because you've got desires in your heart. You're saying, Lord, I want I want to see this one serve the Lord. Lord, I want to see these little ones coming up behind me. I want to see all that they that, that they do, because I'm starting to see with eyes of faith, which is how you see. And he sees over thousands of years. But I only get to be here for one hundred and twenty. Lord willing. That's what I'm shooting for. We'll see. I may be like Paul. I may be like, I'm only staying here because I feel like I need to to help y'all. But if it was up to me, I would go ahead and go. (laughs) That's what he said, right? He said, if it was up to me, I'd go home. But I want to be here with y'all because I still need to help y'all. But you're going to feel that way because there's desires and there's purpose and there's passion in you that you in a physical body as one person cannot bring about and can't live long enough to see all the promises fulfilled just like Abraham, just like Sarah, just like Moses. Yet they are all being fulfilled and none of them when they got to that heavenly city said, I got a complaint. Where's the complaint department up here? I got a complaint. They said, this is where I was headed the whole time. This is the fulfillment. When I felt that friction, when I felt that discontent, it was because I was living in a place that wasn't home and I knew home existed. You know, when you're coming back from a trip and you're on your way home and dad's always trying to get home quick. Right. That we're making good time that we want to get home quick, but you're not there yet. And you realize we're not going to make it tonight. I'm not going to make it home tonight. I'm going to have to stop. That's tough, isn't it? It's just tough on the dad mind. We were supposed to be there, supposed to make better time. I know I'm on my way home, 
I know I'm not yet there. I know I'm still several hours out. I know I'm not going to make it tonight. I really want to be home. I really want to be home. That's what that emotion is, that, 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 that passion is in your heart to be home. And yet we're here. And we are seeing promises fulfilled here. And we are progressing here. Not as fast as we want to. We are improving here. Not as quick as we thought we would. But as we walk by faith and we lift our eyes up and we look at that promise, we keep our heart aligned with Him and we don't ask this life to do something for us that it can't do. We look to the one who is, we'll get to that, He's the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the author and the finisher of our faith and everything that He has promised, He will complete and fulfill for our good and for His glory. Amen. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you that we can look at those in the Old Testament that died in faith, having not received the fullness of the promises that you made to them in this life. But Lord, we know that they did receive it. We thank you for all the many blessings, all the promises that we have seen fulfilled. Lord, and we lay our discontent in front of you on the things that we haven't yet seen. We lay that discontent down and then we pick our eyes up and we look ahead because we seek a homeland. This isn't our home. Forgive us for trying to make it be that. We know it feels like we're here for a while, but we know that we're not here for very long in the grand scheme of things. I thank you that you saw to what was most important and that you see us in those, in those feelings, in those moments when we want to be home, but we're not yet there. When we have that desire for perfection, but we don't have the ability to bring it about. And I thank you that you're not ashamed to be our God when we say that we seek a homeland. That we seek a home with you. Because we know it's there. Our heart knows it's there. By faith, we know it's there. By your spirit, we know it's there. And Lord, we know that we're not where we used to be. But we're not yet where we're going to be. And I thank you that you comfort us in those moments. That your joy, the joy of knowing you and knowing that promise is set out ahead of us is our strength. And I thank you that you've given us work to do while we're here. Not because you needed us to do your work, because it helps us. It brings us closer to you and to your mission and to your people. I thank you, Lord, that while we're here, we're going to continue to look to home to fulfill our hearts and validate what we're doing. And I thank you for the joy that will come from that. Lord, that we won't be like those that draw back and are destroyed, but we'll be like those who continue in faith and are saved. As we get ready to go today, Lord, I ask that we would leave here in peace and unity with one another. Protect us. Keep us safe. As we go into this week, I thank you that we'll have our eyes up for what you're doing for what your kingdom areas in our life that your kingdom needs to come into and needs to be made manifest in. That you'll strengthen us as we love people and walk with them. That you'll give us peace as we deal with situations that'll come up. And Lord, you supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. When we need strength, your, uh, our, our, your strength is made perfect in our weakness and your grace is sufficient for us. I thank you, Lord, for all the promises that we enjoy now. And I thank you, Lord, it's only a fraction of what we'll see in total when we're home with you. 
What a day of rejoicing that will be. I thank you for the gladness we have now, and I thank you that it's only a shadow of what we'll have home with you. We love you, and we thank you. Thank you that you're with us and that you're not ashamed to be called our God. And you're taking us all the way home to the city you've built for us. And we love you. In Jesus' name.